Yes, sir. We back. Three man breakdown. It's your boy Res Dollar. How y'all yes, doing? Yes, sir. You already know who it is. The one and only. The the real glue to this podcast. You know, the what's a good analogy? What's a good big three? I'm the Tim Duncan. I guess you Manu and I guess TP. Tony Parker. Oh, I guess God. that might be too good for you, my nigga. Oh, might the be like Boris Diaw or something, nigga. Yeah, yeah. Man, who can he more like? He's like Gary New. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, nigga. This nah. nigga dug deep on the bench. <laughs> hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all? How y'all doing? Same shit, different day. You know the vibes, man. We're chilling. Let's jump into it. Uh, let's jump into the G League. How y'all feel about the past couple, of, the past week of G League games? Yeah, it's been tough. Yeah, almost every day I've been seeing like a lot of emerging players, players that could potentially get called up at any moment. Especially like it's like the middle of the season, a lot of injuries, so I could see a lot of people getting called up. A lot of good players. Yeah, like who in yeah. particular? Uh, Kevin Porter, Isaiah Briscoe. Uh, he just recently had his you season. Think he'll get called up. Isaiah Briscoe, I'm just naming like uh good players, but players that'll get called up. I see maybe like uh let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh Jeremy Lin might fuck around and get called up. That nigga is balling. I think his days in NBA number. <laughs> ah shit. <laughs> Jeremy. Uh who else? Because he I feel like they'll most likely give like a a younger player a chance more than him. Yeah, no, that is a fact. I feel like Cash Stanley will keep you called up. Cash Stanley, that's a good one. I fuck with um, Stanley. Uh, fucking Jalen Lequeux. Um, who else? Shit. One more year, seven business. Fucking snapping. Those uh, Thunder niggas, uh, those two okay. bigs they got. We got breaking news. The what? Game, uh, participants. Oh. I not the All-Star game. The three-point contest. Participants have been announced. Oh, we got I'm... Stephen Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Devin Booker, and Zach Levine. Okay. Ooh. Not a bad guy. And it's only... That's all. It's only... I, felt, <laughs> yeah. I felt that was going to happen. I felt like they were just going to put a whole bunch of people who were in the All-Star game because they don't want a lot of people commuting to Atlanta for no reason. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah. Because you don't and want like, they just, uh... multiple like, different like, role. Because usually like role players, like Joe Harris type players, that's like... Word. Yeah. Like, you don't want like... You don't want to bring like more people. So like All Star Weekend. Facts. Uh, they just announced like the dunk. Con- it's only three niggas in a dunk contest. The fuck. It's probably gonna be one more. Oh, uh, cause it just it says dunk contest participants. Unless, uh, uh, possibly I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a, yeah. Oh, Anthony Simons name, is the third. Yeah, Anthony Simons. Yeah. Look at this chop. Cash and Stanley, Obi Top, and Anthony Simons. I got Cash and Stanley, bro. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I that nigga got OD bounce. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Anthony, yeah. I feel like I don't know the courage is not gonna see Anthony Simon do like a 360 between the legs, probably. But Kai Stanley that. was doing that shit like in game. <laughs> yeah, nah, he'd be fine in, in games. Yeah. I never really saw Anthony Simons get up like that. And like, I don't think Obi Tobin gonna win it because. Well, I don't like watching right. big man in dunk contests. Yeah. Big man. <laughs> like, you know, like, I, I saw mobility. John Collins. I'm like, yeah, bro, I don't want to see another big man unless it's like Zion or some shit in Facts. the dunk contest. I agree. <clears throat> they just wasting the spot because our Mason Plumley was in a dunk contest, so he had like oh, yeah. dunks, but like nigga, we can't get somebody on it. Yeah, and like I feel like they're not mobile like that. They can't like do all the crazy ass like in air acrobatic shit yeah. that guards and wings can do. 
that just makes it less fun to me. Yeah, well, let's go back to the G League. Uh, oh yeah, like, you want me to name players still? You? Yeah, you could keep going. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Nico Mannion. I can see him. Oh, the Miles Powell is playing very well. Uh, Luke King. Uh, there was a couple jersey heads. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a Johnson, you know, either. That's a fact too. Alizé Johnson's nice. I fuck with him. Yo, how do y'all feel about Moses Brown? Like, <laughs> Moses Brown, he about to that be that nigga been going to football. Yeah, that, that's my only. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I I really can't say he'll flourish in the NBA. I can't see it nah, unless he proved me wrong. This nigga, it just like I never like he don't got I, it. Yeah, he don't got it. <laughs> and like he, in a he league, averaging he, uh, he gonna get bored, God. Yeah, he's very thin. Like he's real. He I don't think he's like a good a good enough finisher around the like NBA level wise. Like, yeah, like he gets sent easily. Yeah. That nigga, whatchamacallit? That nigga averaging 21, 15, and three blocks in 26 minutes. Yeah, now Damn. He, he just came off a 26 and 17 game. Yeah. Damn, 26 and 17? Yeah, that nigga put in the fucking. Kareem numbers. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah. Bro, I yeah, feel like nah. he'll, he'll be better off in the G League. Like, can niggas choose to stay there? Like, how does that work? Like, what if they get called up and the nigga like, nah, 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 I'm cool here. Like, I'm just, I'm balling here. I'm getting paid. I'm good. Can that happen? Nah, I had another nigga, which I'm going to call it. What, Jordan Poole got called up, didn't he? I see that, did he? Jordan Pope? Yeah, I, I, I could have... Oh, pool. Yeah, I could have seen what I seen yesterday. He had got called up. And another nigga I had, uh, which I think should probably be called up, is... uh, uh What's his name? Cassius. I really fuck with Cassius Winston, my nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's hard. Nigga always be controlled. Nigga just do look dumb annoying, but he just... He <laughs> is going... Nigga is doing some, like, tough shit in the G League. Yeah, mommy, like, like Vinny Kyle Lowry. Kyle Lowry, yeah. <laughs> They do kind of got the same playing style. Yeah. They kind of built similar too. Uh, let's go into the young fellas though. The G League, the Ignite team. How y'all feel about them over like the past week? Jonathan Kaminga. I feel like he like impresses me like more and more every time I see him play. Yeah, yeah I really fuck. Not go ahead, Kimball. Oh uh, yeah, I would say I really do fuck with Jonathan Kaminga. Like he really is like, like he is. I feel like he really is like a good, like a really big talent type shit. And especially like his improvements, like coming from high school, like that you see now, like he's really like showing like his whole package. Yeah, facts. Like, I didn't even know he had footwork, like yeah. he had, and he got that little mid-range fadeaway. Also, I didn't know he had yeah, that. He like back. pulling. Yeah, he's like a play. He's a like I did not know he like he's an impressive playmaker. Yeah, he's yeah, that like, too. First, he, like, he could pass. Yeah, he got four double doubles this season too. That's tough. Averaging seventeen and seven, so. Yeah, going back to that conversation tough. we had uh, last week, that who's better, Jalen Green or Kaminga? I'm leaning more towards Kaminga every day. I feel like, especially after the last game, Jalen was struggling shooting the ball a little bit. I feel like the way that Kaminga has uh, has been producing, he could do that at a higher level than Jalen can, especially now because, like, I'm not saying that one game is end-all, be-all, but at the same time, like, those shooting struggles that Jalen is having is kind of a big effect because Kaminga can affect the game in many ways. But if Jalen's not hitting the three, then that's a big question. 
Yeah, I do fuck with that. Yeah, like Jonathan, like he he's been kind of he had his he has his inefficiencies, Jonathan Kaminga, but like like when you do look at him as a prospect, like I feel like just with his size and his skill to go with the size, like I do feel like he is like at this point, like I feel like he'd be a better prospect than Jalen uh, Green or I feel like he out like teams will take him like before Jalen Green. Maybe. Yeah, he has a higher like, I feel like he's doing, yeah, he's like he's like an intriguing like prospect. Yeah, I definitely agree. I like what I, uh, what I saw from Jonathan Kamega. Like, his percentages hasn't been there so far, but, like, like I said before, like, the fact that he's taking these shots and he's looking comfortable, that's what I yeah. like to see. And he has, like, a lot of games where, he like, he broke out. Like, I think uh, last game he had, like, 28 and, like, uh, 11 rebounds. Like, he, he's a 6'8", six, 6'8", eight, six, eight wing. He can guard multiple positions. And, it's like, what is there not to like about Jonathan Kamega? Facts. Like, Yo, he's tough, buddy. Yeah, yeah he, he's he's gonna be a tough. In the Don't league. get me wrong, Jalen Green is also like Jaylen, another, yeah. like really talented player. Like, I'm telling you, this class is gonna go down as like another yeah. like a special class. Facts. And going back on hey, Kaminga, uh, Kimball, I think you said it maybe uh, the last time we recorded. You were saying how Kaminga is younger than Jalen Green by a whole, yeah. like almost a whole year. So that's like even way better because he has a high, yeah. like almost yeah. a higher ceiling than Jalen, and he's younger, so. Yeah, he reclassed. Like he was supposed to be in the next, like this upcoming class. Oh like, yeah, he, you're he right. Class and went to the G League. Like and he's doing this. Like and he's and like if you do look at his physical profile, like if you look at him, he has like he could put on like some like OD strength because like if you look at his way his shoulders is built, like this way how he's built and shit. Like yeah, he's still not even to his like physical prime yet. So. Yeah, and he already he's looked like he's solid. He's shown ability like draw foul like a lot of fouls in games too. That's how like us. Like, yeah. I like him a lot. Well, let's let's talk a little more about Jalen Green since we gave a lot of Jonathan Kaminga praise. What you saw from him like the past couple of weeks? Anything new? Like he's very yeah. creative. Oh, he, he was freeing. Yeah, and he's he's, like, he's an acrobat. He a lot of his good. finishes. Yeah, like, yeah, you see his finishes. He's double clutching, like trying to get like his finishes are crazy. He's a good finisher. I like that a lot. Yeah, I feel yeah. like every game and he takes like, a highlight dunk. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he like he takes the like how say this, like he he takes the risk, like if that makes sense. Like he would he would take the, like that tough shot or whatever. Like he's not afraid of like certain shit. Like he's not afraid of contact. He's not afraid of like really pull it over you and shit. Yeah, I like that a lot about him yeah, too. Careless. And his handle is definitely improved. Like in this game, like uh, which one call it? Where he had like twenty six on like he shot six to eight from three. Like he had like a tough ass side step three. That shit was od. And you just like um, they're creating like even better and shit. Also, if we're talking about his strengths, when he get out in transition, it's over. Like his transition game is crazy because he's always straight line sprinting. He's always trying to get open. If he's not getting to the three point line, he's going for a lob. He's very athletic. Yeah, he's so I, I like him a lot. Yeah, even without the ball, like I seen a lot in transition. Like that's how much he well, got. Yeah. Like, so, that's the reason why he has like so much loss. Yeah, he, like, runs the floor like really well in transition. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I fuck with that. He's a great cutter. And you know what's crazy? When I see the highlights and when I see some of the games, a lot of times it's Kaminga dishing a lot and uh, Jalen finishing. Yeah. So that's that's good for both of them. Yeah. That, that shows they both got different types of styles and different types of uh, – they're very versatile. Yeah. Yeah, these niggas, yeah, I do fuck with the, the, this G League. That's why you're going forward with this whole G League game, right? Thing. Like, I, I, like, I want to see how, like, different prospects are going to adapt and shit like that. Yeah, I feel like – it's going to slow down a bit because, like, 
we might not see a big prospect, like a big, big prospect go to the G League like that. Like Jalen Green was a surprise. And then Kamingo to follow. And then Deshaun Nix, Isaiah Todd. Those are big name guys. So well, isn't like uh Jaden Hardy rumored to take the G League route? Yeah, he's definitely going. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, everybody really has him as a lock to go that way. Yeah. They're predicting him to really just be a lock for that. Oh, that might be hard. But <laughs> I feel like very hard because he's I, tough. Yeah, he yeah, he's tough. I feel like I do feel like a lot of like top ranked niggas are gonna be doing this. Like, but I don't I don't I feel like it's gonna be like a lot of the other guys that's like especially if like them niggas who like you know they they're gonna have like the messy double you know niggas fail they test or whatever and shit. Yeah, like, this be like a good option for them niggas. That is a fact because even if you aren't qualified to go to school, you could still go get a bag another way. Or and it, it's gonna be interesting. Like, say if like a top recruit goes and like, what if he like doesn't like, like what if he's really not like tough like you think he really is? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like the way that Jalen, like even Isaiah Todd and Deshaun Nix are, um, performing above expectations. So I'm kind of scared because this is like a high precedent to set for like the debut team ignite year. So I want to see how that's going to follow into next year and the next year and see how players will adjust to that because it's not going to be easy. We're not going to see a lot of players that adjust like Kamek and Jalen Green. Right. Even Desha, like Isaiah Todd started off a little slow and then he started picking it up and now he's playing to what we thought he was pl- like he, his expectations were. So I don't know. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. I don't know if a lot of players are going to be able to come out and replicate that success that those two have. The good thing about it is like, like it, there is like a, a lot of recruits, so like everybody will get comfortable with each other and shit like that. And they like basically together like every day and shit. Yeah. And like the practice is like the talent there. You're improving in practice regardless, but like niggas is already talented and shit. And that like is a fact. Then like, there's a lot of guys like, who even, who so, shouldn't even be in the G League that that are there. So yeah. that's like that's great experience for right. those two. And, and I feel like now it's gonna even start getting like easier for players to to start transitioning from the league. Especially if they're coming from the G League, just going straight to the NBA. I feel like, of course, it's a little bit faster. It's a little bit more physical. But you still have the basic things that you get in the G League and the NBA also. So, Yeah, and they do like they out there just having fun and shit. Facts. And, like, another thing is, like, yeah, another thing is, like, how how does the process for this work? Like, do they try out or, like, they get selected to, like, try, like how does that shit work? So I think it's based off your notoriety. Like, if you ranked highly – and all that type of shit. I feel like they'll offer you, like you get an offer to play for them. Oh, you sound like like invites type shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I always wonder so. like how like this build built up. Now there's G League tryouts, but what's it called? There's usually like a draft every year. Oh, you meant like? Uh, for, no, I mean like night like that for like the night team. Oh, yeah, yeah, like the night. I think you have to get offered to like to play for the actual night team if you like one of the the. I forgot exactly what they call the program, but if you're joining that program, then I feel like they would have to offer you. Cause there's money on the line. That's not like they sound like, like Jalen Green put up. Uh, he got like a 500k deal, so yeah. I think they offer yeah. it to you. All right, let's move on to the NBA. Uh, two coaches got fired since our last podcast that we recorded. We can start with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, Ryan Saunders got fired. He's the first has head coach to get fired. Yeah. Seven and twenty-four, the worst record in Minnesota. Y'all think it was time for him to go? I mean, clearly uh, they needed yeah. some type of change. Yeah, they need something. They need his eyes. Yeah, but like the weird thing that happened after this, uh, the Timberwolves ended up hiring an assistant coach of the Raptors. 
And like typically you don't see something like this happen like mid season. And also like usually they have like a qualified uh, assistant. What's his name again? David Vanderpool. Oh, uh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. 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 he was, he was with the, the Trailblazers, right? Trailblazers, the coaching staff, went yeah. and helped develop Damian Lillard and CJ. Yeah, and Damian Lillard was outraged on now on Twitter saying something about that how you should have got hired, and it was like a lot of talk, like, oh, like why didn't they give him a chance or something like that? But uh, Chris Finch is supposed to be a good coach. We'll see how he. I don't think he's really gonna change anything this season, but maybe a new voice in the locker room could help out. Minnesota Timberwolves because they need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and didn't you say like he was already on the list? Type shit. Oh yeah, Chris Finch uh, was one of the like, finalists uh, between him and Ryan Saunders before Ryan Saunders got the job. Worry, so uh, I, so, yeah. I understand like, Damian Lillard's out, outrage because like in the league yeah. for a I while before that came out. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say like. Uh, it, he really shouldn't have been as mad because he didn't like he didn't know the logistics of everything. He was just seeing it from the outside. Yeah, I got anything else to say about the T wolves? No, nah, hopefully, uh, like you said, hopefully this new voice will help in some way. It's not really going to get them to winning anytime soon, so we'll see what happens through this season and maybe next season. Speak uh, well, like I, I want to say one more thing about like T was just as a team, like. Like what? What is there like? Like what is up for them niggas anyway? Like, cause like how is that like that duo of like De'Aaron? I mean not De'Aaron, uh, D'Angelo Russell and like Carl Towns. Like haven't they barely played together? They only played five games together. That's crazy. Shit, yeah, they need. They better hope for a cage, my nigga. That's their best bet at this point. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Uh, they gotta get Cade Cunningham or something. Uh, like this franchise is like. In serious trouble. Yeah, Unless they, right. like they have to get like a top three pick. Because also, if they don't have the top three pick, it goes to the Warriors. Lord. So if they, Lord. They hope they stay in the top three. But damn. Yeah. maybe Jonathan Kaminga. But they better hope they get Cade, bro. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Because like this team is like I said, like a couple of podcasts before, they're like they're like poorly built together. Yeah, I about to say, like, this team is built, like... And I feel like time is just ticking. Like, Carl Towns, his contract will be up soon in, like, a, like two to three years. And sooner or later, like, he's going to demand a trade or something. Yeah, like, usually, probably, like, next year yeah. or some shit, they'll probably be, like, he'll probably demand a trade. Yeah. So, these niggas is on the clock. They got to start doing something. I agree. It's going to... I kind of... I'm interested to see their future, because it's, like, it's... I just want to know how they're going to repair what they have going on now. It's like a lot of steps they need to take for them to yeah, be better than what they are. Yeah, that's why. Oh, I was say, um, I mean, and I'm not even high on it. Like the last, like lottery, like well, not anything ever. Like, I'm, I'm not high on Joe. Oh, what's his face? What's his name? Jared Culver. I think a prospect for them niggas and shit. Yeah, he hasn't looked really good at all so far. I don't remember the last time I even seen him play. Damn. Yeah. He was like six pick. Uh yeah. All right, let's move on to the next uh coach to get fired. Lloyd Pierce of Atlanta Hawks. Y'all y'all surprised about this fire? Um a little, yes, but not really. Only because it's like they need a new direction. Yeah. I feel like 
this firing doesn't really change anything for like it, uh, I feel like he's not like the coach of the future for them, but like if they think this uh well it's not serious is like the problem, like he was a problem, or, like why they're not good, and I don't think that's the reason. Cause like last podcast I talked about Atlanta Hawks, they their whole roster like has been injured, like and also Gallinari hasn't been good when he played so far this season. He had a good game against the Celtics. He went off like last week. Uh, for the most part, DeAndre Hunter has been injured. Bogdanovich is finally coming back, playing like his first game since like January. January 9th. Yeah. 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 So like, and Rondo is just, he hasn't really done shit. Chris Dunn hasn't been played a minute so far. And Oyeka Kongu has barely played. Yeah. Uh, Them niggas collected checks from like Boy Pierce's <laughs> like standpoint. Like, hey, it wasn't much I could do. Like, if you really look at everything, because we haven't really seen like, I feel like it's just too much expectations. And yeah, also, it, like, yeah. I say that's kind of like my fault too, because like I had more expectations for this team. But like at the end of the day, there's mostly been injured, and like it was a little bit too much expectations for this team. Yeah, because they're also like they weren't as good last year too, and their defense was always still a question for them. If I'm Lloyd like Pierce, so going to on be honest, I I feel like I would be better like detached from this team because like all that expectation, all the, the things we like preseason, we thought they were going to be like a top five team, or not top five, but like top ten team in the East. So they could still be that though. You think so? Yeah, they're probably. I'll look at the standards right now. Yeah. It's really close. Yeah, why you why you pull up the standards? I, like I was saying, I feel like I'd be better off detached from that whole situation, especially with circumstances. It's like none of that is your fault. So if you do get fired, it's like right, a it's whatever. Out of the Tennessee. Oh, okay, so they could turn it around. I'll start break. Yeah, and me and Red was talking like, oh, uh, like when it's like. What is his like? What's the path for him now? Like, like I think he's gonna get hired for somewhere else type shit. Like, cause especially when you like, especially when you're young too, and nigga, like coaches like him type shit. Like, you know, like black coaches and shit. Niggas really like, like it'd be kind of like, like tough. It seems like it'd be just like, tough for them niggas to really just come back from like really getting fired. Like we haven't seen this nigga uh, Mark Jackson in how long? Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> niggas be calling for this nigga to come back every well, year. That, that, you can't really use Mark Jackson because I, I feel like he was more like a person that was blacklisted from coaching. Like people purposely tried to stop him from getting the job, but I don't think like every single black coach has been stopped from getting the job. And to bring up what Reggie said before. A lot of the situations that happened this year, it's not his fault. Like, a lot of it is just circumstances. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, like, if you're going to get hired somewhere else, I feel like coaches will kind of write that off or executives or GMs will kind of write that off. Because it's like 90% of the shit that happened this season wasn't his fault. Like, there was injuries, COVID, all that, expectations, a lot of shit that is uncontrollable, really. I feel like it's going to be hard for him to get a ch- another chance. But maybe I'm wrong. But also, like, to go back what I was talking about, uh, I feel like the Hawks, they, their assistant, Nate McMillan, is now about to be their intern head coach. And I like, like uh, Nate McMillan. He, yeah. he was a coach of the Pacers before. Pretty good. And, like, he's a good defensive coach. So, hopefully, I don't think he's going to turn it around this season. But, like. Maybe he could have playing better before, but they just really have to get healthy because we still haven't seen like what this team really is. But like when they have been healthy, they're 
like when they had the actual starters on the court, they've been pretty good, but that's a small sample size. So I'm interested to see like after all-star break, how is that actually going to start playing? Cause we also have to look at like Cam Reddish also hasn't been performing up to par either this season. We can't really blame that on Lloyd Pierce. Facts. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like there's a lot of, like a bunch of different circumstances that just like, yeah. And he's been trying, he's been giving him opportunities and shit. Yeah, and it's, like, also hard. Like, so many coaches, like, they don't have a chances to, like, actually build because, like, if you were first-time head coach, like, you also, like, you have to give, like, them a chance. Like, yeah. you have to give them a like, chance. He's, like, like, he's like a draft Yeah. Like, you can't just, like, after two yeah. years. Because he only been coaching for, like, two and a half years. You can't just, like, expect – you have to give them, like, certain expectations. Like, I feel like you just can't be too yeah. hard on them. You have to let them build and grow as a coach, too. Yeah. I can agree yeah. with that. Especially if y'all like, yeah, especially since like they're a building team. Like he's basically, like, he's basically like a draft pick. It's also like a player. Like he's not going to know everything, like the situations and yeah. shit. He's going to grow as like experience and shit. And as yeah. that and learn from his mistakes. Yeah. yeah, that's a fact. That's why like I sometimes I scratch my head when I see get like some coaches get fired like 13 games into the season. Yeah. And, like, it's like usually, like, yeah, it's like scapegoat. It makes no sense sometimes. I'm like, if you just draft the player, you're not gonna let this nigga go after 13 games, or you're not gonna yeah. bench him after 13 games. So it, it's it's a little weird, and it's kind of uh, a little. I don't know. I hate the NBA politics sometimes. That shit is weird. But if uh, Nate McMillan doesn't get the job after this year, a coach I like to see the Hawks get is Kenny Atkinson. He was formerly the, oh, the Nets. Yeah. And I was yeah. when the Nets made it to the playoffs, like D'Lo and shit. Yeah, was, like, nigga turned D'Lo into all. Wasn't he like all star? Yeah, yeah. So I like to see him coach that this team. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I could. Yeah, I like to see that. That's another. That's a good pick. Another black coach. He white. Oh really? Yeah. Fuck you, nigga. Nah, I'm playing. <laughs> he said, "Fuck you, nigga." <laughs> hey, yeah. Uh. All right, we could talk about the All Star game. If there's any, do you guys have any snubs? That was the all star. Um, yeah, like I said the last time we talked, I don't really think anybody uh, was snubbed. I think everybody who deserved to make it made it, like even with the injuries and everything. So I don't really yeah. think anybody was snubbed too hard. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of felt the same because I feel like there, like there was like, like I just felt bad for some people though, like. Like niggas like Mike Conley, like type, like he was one of the niggas like I did feel bad for because like this is this was like his like I say this like his last really bet last chance really get into that shit, and this was his best chance. Well, his best like time to really get it and shit like that. Yeah, uh, the name the players out uh, the reserves is Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Vucevic of the Magic. That was for the East, and then for the West, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Zion Williamson, and Devin Booker will be replacing uh, Anthony Davis, Demontis Sabonis is replacing KD, and Jason Tatum is now named as a starter. Yeah. And the players I had on my that like didn't make it, but I didn't have anybody that like I really thought like should have been taken out for somebody like a clear snub. Like good players that didn't make it, I had in the East were Chris Middleton, Trey Young, Bam Adebayo, Talking to Tobias Mike. Harris, and Jimmy Butler. And I'm kind of surprised Bam didn't make it All Star game, and they actually like picked the bonus. I not the bonus. Uh, Vucevic. 
Yeah, that, yeah, Ben. Yeah, I, I had him on my list. Uh, to be on just as a reserve, like not even as a wild card. I had him as like that, just like a reserve type shit. Yeah, I'm like actually surprised that they gave it to Vucevic because Bam is like more impact, uh, impactful on both sides of the court. Yeah. And shout out to Bam because he really like, like if you go back and look at him in college, like he really has like improved like crazy. Like he's doing shit like I never knew he could do. Yeah. And also the snubs to the West is Mike Conley, DeMar DeRozan, and Brandon Ingram, and De'Aaron Fox. And I think was that all those snubs in the West? Yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah. <clears throat> all right, we can move on from that. Uh all right, let's I want to talk about the New York. Let's talk about the New York Knicks. <laughs> they are now the, they're the fourth seed in the in the East right now. Who would have thought? Definitely not me. Yeah, this nigga Kimball walking on sunshine right now. Nigga, yeah, niggas, I'm walking on the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> really, a beautiful, a beautiful days when you when the Knicks is in playoff contention. Does New York feel different, nigga? Uh, the air in New York is very different. <laughs> I ain't felt this air like this air has not come around since like 20, like 13 types. <laughs> hey, so what yeah. do you like so far from the Knicks? Shot is like, like. Everybody just seems like, like niggas is determined to like keep like getting better and shit. Like, like when you watch the Knicks play, like niggas is playing hard and shit. I'm really like when I see RJ Barrett. Like he's he's been spraying lately. Like niggas gonna have to really start respecting RJ Barrett soon. Shit, and Julius Randle has been like solid. I like our pick. Like, we picked up uh, shit Emmanuel quickly. while he's just like, I I did not expect. I thought he's got like honestly, I thought he's gonna end up in the second round type shit. Yeah, we got this projected second round pick. Yeah, and he nigga got first round. This nigga doing this, and we our defense has been great, like pretty good this season. Shit, so it's been like a good sight to see. Yeah, I wasn't expecting this, even though they're they're basically like two games of being fucking like the eighth spot, (laughs) but like they they the eighth. It's just crazy, like them being fourth right now, bro. Yeah, we above five hundred. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought? Goes to show you how bad the East is. <laughs> and the uh, Miami starting to creep back up into the standings. But like going back to the Knicks, I definitely got Tom Thibodeau as coach of the year. Oh yeah, Tom Thibodeau. Yeah, what? I've seen enough. <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> I don't care. Like the Knicks can win the. They could lose the rest of the games of the season, bro. I'll still probably get him coach of the year. Nah, yeah, especially because what? Like when he came in, like. There was literally no expectations. Yeah, to be it was honest. not supposed like, to be on shit at all. Like, <laughs> yeah. Nigga turned Julius Ra- Julius Randle to all star. Nigga all star, bro. Again, like they have like, the like, best defense in the league. That's really yeah. just crazy to think about. Bro. It is like gritty. Like we and he's, we're playing like a, like just like a, like a like tough gritty type teams type shit. Yeah. Like everybody, like I said, old school yeah, type Knicks. Like, yeah, and like I was just saying, like like everybody's like seems determined to like really like keep pushing and shit and like everybody's just like gelling well and shit like that. Yeah. How you like, like the addition to Der- uh Derrick Rose, Kimball? Shit, I, I mean I fuck with it, especially like for like the especially like for like guard like Matter quickly even was like he's like looking to well they already like working together and shit. And he's like learning a lot from D Rose and shit like that. And he just he just brings like even more like locker room presence and energy. Like another piece to us like just like as a team and shit. I feel like it was a good pickup. Word. Yeah, I look good, man. Yeah. I'm impressed and jealous, but I'm impressed. 
<laughs> you think y'all should make any trades at the deadline this year? Uh, no, 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 no. Chill out. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we just relax. We should just chill. Don't just go. Just go ride, ride along. Don't try to get too hyped and excited. Yeah, try to like just go get for too cute or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just chill. Go with the flow, nigga. And like just. I heard. Ride uh, it it's supposed to be interesting in like Oladipo or something. Oladipo, yeah. I said no. Ah, uh, yeah, no. No, that's, that's not a good move. I don't want that. I just want I just want everything the way it is. Just like keep doing what they're doing and shit. And just keep building like what, what, what we already got and shit like that. And just move on from there. And while we on the Knicks, uh, going back to the G League, how you feel about uh, Luke King and Miles Powell? You think they can oh, get called just, up or what? Shit. Nah. They, not even Luke King? The but like... I, I don't. It's not. I don't. Yeah. There's not gonna be no room for him to play on the Knicks right now. I was gonna say. I, feel I don't like think he, he's gonna. He's not playing well enough to him take to somebody's spot on the Knicks. Oh uh, yeah. Right now. Yeah, and like I just see like those two players. I could definitely see them like they're like they're they could play in the league and shit like that. Like Luke King has been impressive and shit, but like I feel like yeah, like Reggie was saying, like the room and shit like that, and like. And I just feel, yeah, I I don't know, but I could I could see so I mean you never know like you really just never know. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like they could use a shot like, like Luke yeah. King. It's like he like, can hit the uh, three and he could like play defense. Also, he's long enough to play defense. He could play multiple positions. He could score from any place. So I feel like that would be like a. a I don't good see it happening this season. Unless somebody like goes down like significantly, yeah. like a RJ Barrett or like Alec Burks, and they really need somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's when you probably get Kevin Knox minutes before losing. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Kevin Knox. Damn, the Kevin Knox him. experiment is over. Uh, it should have been over when he had that when they saw that Fortnite suit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, he was bugging for that. They got a Fortnite suit. Yeah, nah, I hope he got a bag for that. Because if he just wore that shit for free, he was down bad. Is it that good of a game? (laughs) That shit is definitely not that good of a game. Fuck, nigga. I'm not even putting my favorite game on my draft day suit. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, guy. Like, like, imagine they coming up with 2K. Like, imagine they really coming up with 2K and his shit. I had to slap that nigga. Yeah, like, come on, bro. (laughs) What the fuck is he wearing? If if they're not giving me a bag, then nah, I'm good. I hope you got a bag for that. Should I'll be a fucking improve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's like, I would like to see him on a different team, though. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like he needs he'll mean he seems like a type of player that need like more like a low key team. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and he is super young. He's he's skilled. Like him coming out of like high school and shit, like he was he seemed like he was like so like skilled and like for his size and shit like that. That's he what I was be, saying, like, bro. Cause when I, like, I remember that nigga was at Tampa Catholic and he was in the city of Palms. I used to watch his highlights all the time. Yeah, I was this like, nigga, Damn, this nigga like is nice. <laughs> yeah, they, they used to call him baby KD and shit. Yeah, I know, I know, bro. Every he, time he played bro. like him in high school, like he had the the pull up. Shit, who did it? Michael Porter did. Brandon <laughs> Perry, yeah, yeah, Perry Jones. Yeah, 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 that was a fact. I think he called Jonathan Isaac uh, KD. Yeah, fucking Kevon yeah. Looney. They was calling Jonathan Isaac KD. What the fuck? Nigga was calling Kevon Looney the next day. Nigga, there's been seven the next KDs. I'm like the only person you can say that for like now. Nah, I feel like I wholeheartedly believe you except like Kimani Bates coming up. 
he might be a little bit more skilled than the niggas like we named at that age. Yeah, yeah, like he, I feel like, yeah, he is definitely. He's probably one of them. He's probably the most. I his age, like who has been more skilled than that nigga? Really, I'm not sure because that nigga, like, he has like the full game. Like he has like, an NBA offensive game already. Yeah, so what? That KD should got. They got to kind of chill on that shit. That's how they get clicks though. Shit. But yeah, the Knicks, nigga, you know, this feels good to be in New York. <laughs> feels good to be in New York. Uh, uh, let's shout out to my boy Lonzo Ball because he been balling. Oh yeah, niggas got put respect on his name. Yeah, Lonzo's been. Ever since he came back from that knee injury, he been his percentages have been way up. He's shooting above 70% for the free throw line. It's a miracle. <laughs> miracle. Miracle. You know, he just, you know, shout out to my niggas though, man. Yeah, nah. <laughs> he yeah. do look He's good. He's starting to turn the narrative around, and shit, he about to get paid this all season. You think so? They're not going to let him walk? Shit, they, they'll be stupid. Because <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> just, like he compliments Zion so well and, like, Lons and also Brandon Ingram. So, like, yeah. why not keep him? Yeah. And he is right. Like, how are you really gonna get a better point guard than him? Unless you really believe in Kyle Lewis that much. Yeah. Yeah. It's too early for at this point, really. But that oh man, that Steven Adams contract is really a head scratch. Ooh, yeah. yeah I, I was gonna ask you, like, what do you what do you think their next move is like after this season? Uh project what their they get what their playoff looks like. <laughs> you think so? They probably gonna they probably gonna be in a lottery. Damn. You think they're gonna make the playoffs this year? I was just saying, like, project, like, if they could make the playoffs, if they, well, they could make a playing team. game, but they probably not gonna win it. Yeah. Who do you who do you like? What if they're drafting? Like, what would they, what should they go for? Uh, I'll get a two guard. Like, I'll who, say, Mo, like, say around like a Moses Moody type player. That's hard. Mm, like Moses be hard. Moody, because I feel like the Pelicans need more wings. Like, they need more like good defenders. Because Brandon Ingram's def- defense is man. Shaky this whole season. Even though last game against uh, Utah, he was really good on defense. But, like, I feel it's just too inconsistent for him. What about, like, a Scotty Barnes? Scotty Barnes? I'll say no because he can't shoot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I do. I say that. Like, I'll play say Because you need to surround Zion by, yeah. by as many shooters. Mm-hmm. So, oh, Corey Kispert. Yeah, I was just about to say that shit. That's a sniper yeah. right there. That nigga is sniping shit, bro. And I feel like... They need us. They need to resign Josh Hart too, because I feel like he was like a great core piece to that team. Yeah, I do. I fuck with Josh Hart. I do fuck with Josh Hart. Zion need more touches. No, I'm gonna hold you. <laughs> you said Zion. Yeah, that nigga is like he's he's one of a kind, bro. Yeah, I remember one like nigga is like Charles Barkley size with like Larry Johnson and Sean Kemp explosiveness. Yeah, Shaq efficiency. <laughs> That's really stupid. <laughs> yeah, but he's different. I think his efficiency is better than like Shaq right now, bro. Look, was he shooting like seventy percent from like restricted or some shit? You was talking about? I think you might have mentioned like seventy-two percent like ISOs or something like that. Oh, that's what it is. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's barbecue chicken. That's really like, like, that's as automatic as you could get. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He needs like as many touches as possible. I feel like he's just gonna open up everybody else's game because everybody has to collapse. Like he was going at Rudy Gobert. Like this nigga wasn't there, like a two time defense. Word. 
Like he was boying that nigga into like the back of the stanchion and shit and just laying him crazy. Like, there's no, there's you haven't seen any other player other than Zion and go at Rudy Gobert like that. Yeah, especially like that was like preseason and shit. Nigga was going at this nigga like full force last night. Yeah, he was just just be going at this nigga. Yeah, I just just like, every time they play, he do be going crazy against Rudy Gobert. He's stripping that nigga, bodying that nigga. Yeah, nigga, don't fear that nigga. I don't <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like he needs more touches. And Lonzo Ball has definitely been playing well. Where shout out to Lonzo. Another young uh, point guard. I feel like one of the most underrated point guards is Dejounte Murray. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's low key balling this season. He's averaging sixteen points, seven rebounds, five assists, and you know he's bringing that elite defense. Yeah. Defense, bro. And yeah, like that line. Yeah, he he's like he's like improved like so like coming out of high school he really was like uh, like a Jamal Crawford ass nigga like I did not like he was not I did not know he was playing defense like that or nothing like he came and completely like changed his play style and he's like a gym rat on top of that shit too like he really like always he badass wants to become like great like he wants to be better every everyday type shit so yeah uh, the, next, good look, the next step in his development that I wanted to see him take is uh, adding a three point shot. Yeah, more consistently because his free throws he's shooting at an eighty-one percent clip, so that's not bad at all. Yeah, that's a good sign right there. But I feel like if he could extend that three-point shot to probably like a thirty-eight percent on like a good efficiency, he could be a, he could definitely be a twenty-point scorer. And he's still so young too. Like, yeah, I think he's like the youngest player to make a all defensive team. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's like it, like it's just crazy because like he really was not. Like, it's really crazy how he really developed this shit. Yeah. And another player I wanted to give a shout-out to is Tay Rozier. In the month of February, he averaged 25 points, four rebounds, and four assists on an efficiency of 53, 46, and 94. My Lord. That's 2K efficiency. <laughs> That's on 2K efficiency, yeah. No, he, he does – yeah, he does their response. You know, we, we, we was kind of hard on Tay Rozier at some, some stages in his career and shit like that. No, I just, really, I just never thought that he was what people was uh, saying. Yeah, because, yeah. Nah, they, yeah. Though, so right now, he's really good. At the end of the day, he was cooking Eric Bledsoe. We all know yeah. where. <laughs> I got a question for y'all about Terry Rozier. What? Yeah, I think the Boston Celtics are great. Uh, letting him go? Uh, I think they definitely should, because especially this season, he's definitely playing better than Kemba Walker, and he's cheaper. Yeah, they and he's also game. younger. Yeah, damn. Yeah, so damn. they could definitely regret that. That's crazy, man. And then, yeah, imagine who they could have got if they traded this nigga for somebody else. It's <sighs> tough, man. That's tough. The Celtics is in the ruin. I don't know what's going on, man. I feel like it was better for Terry Rose to go to a different team because he wanted that chance to start, and that's what he got. And look at what he's producing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he was in Boston right now, he will still have to – He'll still take less shots because there's also Brown and Tatum. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a fact. That oh my god, Adam Miller just gave a nigga a bucket. I'll give you a bucket, nigga. <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> hey, uh... Wait, wait, time out, time out, nigga. This nigga, Kobe Cockburn, is a behemoth, bro. <laughs> nigga said behemoth. <laughs> I ain't word. That's a WWE word, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Like a little oh, yeah, I think you describe a great colleague. Nah, good ass, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that 
I love the time out. Like, this nigga used to be like, he really squeezed his ex. <laughs> nigga squeezing the fuck out of Raymond Stereo head. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> head was really about to explode off that. Hey, Wait, nah. Why did I wake up to Randy Orton? I knew you was about to say this, bro. Because I woke yeah, up. I was up, bro. On Twitter, and then this nigga Kim will send me something. I see Randy Orton and Soldier Boy going Soulja Boy. I'm like, what, bro? Is it WWE yeah. down bad? Because huh? you know what this is leading to. This leading to a WWE uh, fucking WrestleMania match, Randy Orton versus Soldier Boys. So dumb shit like that, right? It's been a lot of times. Like they have Bad Bunny, or do they still have Bad Bunny oh, in yeah. Uh, WWE? Yeah, yeah that's Niggas what I mean, bro. That's weird. Lloyd and shit. Well, they got Donald Trump. They always had something like that. All those type of because Mike yeah. Tyson was there back in the day and shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Dennis Rodman and shit. Lawrence Taylor was in the fucking <laughs> in the match. Uh, it was just rad funny because like I was up at like it was like three a.m. Like, I was just randomly up. I was like, "Damn, what the fuck is on Twitter?" I'm like, "What is Randy Orton chatting about right now?" And yeah. I see soldiers. I'm like, "What the fuck?" Nigga said, "Stick to super soaking hoes." <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, yeah, Randy was talking crazy. Yo, niggas was like, "Yeah, yo, I think he was talking cash money, nigga." He was coming nigga, crazy. Nigga said, he called him like a bitch ass. Dot dot dot. Nigga was like, "Dot dot dot what?" <laughs> <Niggas was like, laughs> Like finish it, right? <laughs> hey, yo! Uh, that's funny. All right, uh, we could end this off on uh, ranking our top five young cores in the league. But you want me to go through the ten teams I have named? Yeah, Kim will listen closely, uh, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, so I'm prepared. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this nigga was off. He was like, nah, wait, I had this team, this team. This team. He was like, nah, 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 nah. This nigga, all right, bro. He named five and changed. No, he named his top five, but it ended up being six. And then he renamed it three times and changed his. No, nah, I was really th- nah, because I was just like, <laughs> nigga was sober too. That's funny as hell. Yeah, all right. So the first team we got is the Phoenix Suns, and all right. The young core, I had everybody under the age of 24 or younger. Uh-huh. Uh, like, for example, Nikola Jokic wouldn't be included on the Denver Youngest uh, young core because he's 25. Okay. All right. So the Phoenix Suns, we got Devin Booker, Mikael Bridges, DeAndre, and Cam Johnson, and Jalen Smith. The New Orleans Pelicans, we got Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Kyra Lewis, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. The Nuggets, we got Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, Bull Bull, RJ Hampton, and Zeke Naji. The Memphis Grizzlies, we got Jaron Jackson Jr., John Morant, Xavier Tillman, DeAnthony Melton, Desmond Bain, Brandon Clark, Justice Winslow, Grayson Allen, and Dylan Brooks. The Atlanta Hawks, we got Trey Young, John Collins, Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, and Cam, ah, Kevin Herter. The Hornets, we got LaMelo, P.J. Washington, Malik Monk, and Miles Bridges. The Suns, I mean, the Spurs, we got DeJounte Murray, Devin Vassell, Keldon Johnson, Trey Jones, and Lonnie Walker. The Thunder, we got Shea Gilchrist-Alexander, Luke Dort, Darius Baisley, Hamadou Diallo, and Theo Maladon. The Cavs, we got Colin Sexton, Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, and Jared Allen. And the Bulls, we got Laurie Markkinen. Uh, Patrick Williams, Kobe White, and Wendell Carter Jr. 
right, who y'all five? Who want to start? Uh, let me go. Let me go. Let's start. Uh, no, yeah, I got, I got it. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. My fault. My fault. I got it. I got it. There's a reason why you got those teams in the order. All right. So I got at five. I got the. I got Atlanta. Four Denver. Three Phoenix. Two New Orleans and number one Memphis. I got the Hawks at five because, I mean, I like I like their like young guys and stuff like that. Like I just the, the main one I'm just like the glare that means I think you already know. Like I just look at like I'm just not really like <sighs> Cameron is very talented. Like he's he's a very talented player. He could be a good player, but like I just don't know. I just don't know right now. Like the way he's been playing this shit with him, and I don't know how long John Collins is gonna last on this team too. So I just I also took that into consideration. But that's at the same time they do still have Trey Young, they still uh, have DeAndre Hunter and shit, and they both like I feel like as a whole like come together as like pretty, pretty solid young guys. At four, I had Denver. Uh, you know I like Jamal Murray. I feel like Michael Porter is gonna be like a he's gonna be a, a great player in the future. Bobo like he has the potential, but we have to see what he could do in that league. RJ Hampton is a solid player. At uh, three, I have Phoenix. You know I had Devin Booker. We know how he get. You know he is the all star player. Cam Johnson is a good shooter for them. Macau Bridges is a nice three and D guy. DeAndre Ayton, you know, he he could be more like he could be more of like a like a a dog in certain certain like times in this game and shit like that. But he is still like a great player and so he could be great in the future. And we still got to see more from uh, Jalen Smith. But uh, I had two. I had two. I had um, New Orleans. You already know Zion Ingram, man. Like he was, like he was mentioned earlier. Like Alonzo's been like improving crazily and shit. Like he's been looking real good and shit like that. So I feel like those, just those three alone is like nice and itself. And then you got Kyrie Lewis in the future and the Killers and the Walker. Then number one, I just like Memphis because shit, you got John Morant, Jaren Jackson, and then you got a bunch of other guys who like great complimentary guys. Like just you got Justice Winslow, you got uh, Anthony Melvin is another guy. Desmond Bain, I was like, I was talking about him during the draft. Like I'm really high on Desmond Bain. I like him for the future. Grayson Allen and Dylan Brooks. Like, I feel like them as, and they got like the most niggas too. So I feel like just them as like a whole, I feel like they could be, they could do something special with these guys. Those, uh, that little contingent they got. Word, word, word. All right. So my five is I'm going to have to go with Chicago at number five. Then I'm going to have to go at Memphis at number four. And number three, we're going to have the Suns. Number two, we're going to have the, oh, actually, no, no, no. I fucked up. I fucked up. Uh, number three is uh, the freaking Nuggets. Number two is the Pelicans. And number one is the Suns. Mm. I, I, number five, I put the Bulls, of course, because like, we have probably one of the most um, questionable young cores in the league. A lot of our guys are either hurt or they don't really like play together a lot. So, like if one of them's hurt, the other one's healthy. And if the other one's healthy, the other one's hurt. So it's like a little bit of that. Um, at four, I put the Grizzlies because, of okay, course. So, what makes you put them in the number five spot? Because I feel like, I, uh, although we have uh, a little questionable court, once we get the pieces together and actually playing together, and everybody's fully healthy, I feel like we have good potential. And at number four, I put the Grizzlies because, of course, they have John, uh, John Morant and uh, Jaron Jackson, but with a uh, uh, big group of guys, it's just like filler role players really and then at number three 
I put the Nuggets. They also have uh, a lot of guys with a lot of potential. Michael Porter, like uh, Kimball said, Bull Bull, all those type of guys. And then I had two. I put the Pelicans. Um, they, like you said, I think the last time we talked, Reggie, you said that they had the, the best young core in the league. But as of right now, if I had to rank it right now, I would have to put the Suns ahead of them just because I feel like uh, Devin Booker has that head-up star advantage against Zion and uh, Brandon Ingram. And, and he has Chris Paul, though. What happened? I said, yeah, it's Chris Paul, though. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. But if uh, Zion – I mean, I guess Zion would be as efficient if he didn't have Brandon Ingram. But would Brandon Ingram be as efficient if he didn't have Zion? Zion didn't play half the season. Brandon Ingram was all-star. Okay, good, good argument, good argument. Uh, that gives him more shots too. Hey, you're right. Um, but yeah, that's my five. I put it like that just because I feel like uh, Devin Booker has that advantage against uh, Zion and Brandon Ingram. Right. I also wanted to say uh, before you go, I want to say one thing. Like I was I almost had the Spurs on my five. I just want to mention, like I, I do fuck with their young court as well. That would be like my like they would be like my sixth team or like. After like the Hawks, but you can go. Yeah, the Spurs probably be my six, but I feel like they don't have that like like stars, really caliber player, like a clear like young talent like Jam- I not Jamal Murray. Dejounte Murray is probably their best young star. Keldon Johnson's also been really good too, but I don't see like a, a superstar, oh, oh, yeah. like a top twenty-five level player on their team right now. But they all have like really like good players that could play defense, young players. But my number five, I got Atlanta Hawks. Number four, I got the Denver Nuggets. Number three, I got the Grizzlies. Number two, I got the Suns. And number one, I got the Pelicans. The Hawks, number five, because I think DeAndre Hunter is one of the, he's underrated, I think, to me. And Trey Young's really he's good. And the <sighs> Think he's a little overrated? No, nah, I don't think he's overrated. He's hard to watch, and he I feel like he, at, at times he could be hard to play with because he has the ball like so much that, and he just takes like a lot of bad shots. Even though he's been, his efficiency has gone up this year from last year overall. Now I know he had like a couple of, like like weird games this season, but he's a, like a really good ass player. Yeah, uh, John Collins is good, but who knows how long he's gonna be on this team. Cam Reddish. <laughs> uh, I'll move on. And Kevin Herter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, damn. Kevin Herter. Nah, Cam Reddish has potential, but like he hasn't really like shown enough or really too much. You think he's grown from his rookie season or is this still the same Cam Reddish? It's still the same. Still the same. Like, I just hate his fans. I was just looking at his numbers. He's shooting worse from the field. He's shooting 37% this year from the field. And like more minutes, right? He's getting more minutes. Uh, he's playing like two more minutes. Oh. And from three, he's shooting 26% from three. God, yeah. Wasn't he wasn't big guy. His eyes closed. He shot 33% last year. Shit, I could have sworn uh, I was in arguments when niggas told me he was like one of the best shooters in the draft and shit. Yeah. I just meet him. Yeah, anyway, I'm not talking about <laughs> uh, Hey, yo. Oh, Yucca Congo is starting to play yet, but I'm still intrigued by what he could produce in the league. Number four. I think I he's to... playing right now. I, I could have yeah, swore I seen him in this game scoring. Game. Uh, number four, I got 
the Nuggets. I like Jamal Murray, even though I thought Jamal Murray, Bubble Murray was a fluke, and though he's still a good <laughs> player. Nigga dropped 50 with no free throw attempts. Yeah. That should just tell you how good of a scorer that he is. That's OD. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Michael yeah. Porter. Yeah, that, that nigga's a bucket getter. I think he needs to take more shots for Denver, too. Uh, Bull Bull. He's shown a couple flashes, but we still don't know what he is yet. But, like, mostly, like, Michael Porter and, like, uh, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray make up like the core of the Nuggets, so I had them so high. And RJ Hampton, he's been all right. He he had a couple good dunks this season. And Zeke Naji's also been starting to play a little bit more minutes. Uh, number three, I got I had the Grizzlies. John Morant, that nigga's electrifying. He's a might be a future superstar. It looks like the way he plays. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. I like the he's a great defender. And he also hit the three. Yeah, Xavier Tillman, uh, D'Anthony Melton, Desmond Bing, uh, Brandon Clark, Justice Winslow, uh, Grayson Allen, Dylan Brooks. All those players I named, they all play so hard. And, like, they all uh, bring something on the offensive end. And I'm, like, I'm happy to see Justice Winslow is finally back. Like, the past couple of games, I feel like he's been – he has, like, a lot of, like, good flashes. So, hopefully he can stay healthy. Uh, Dylan Brooks, he's a he's like an annoying player, but like in a good way, like on your team, <laughs> he's somebody that could like get under other like opposing team skin. Yeah, he's somebody you want on your team, but you don't want to go against. Yeah. And yeah, I just like the Grizzly junk core. Uh, number two, we got Devin Booker. Uh, we got the sons of Devin Booker. Mikael Bridges is probably one of my favorite uh, role players in the league. I like the way, like, I just like, the, just watch him play defense is, like, fun because he's, like, a long defender and he, like, gets into guys. And he's, like, a versatile defender. He also can hit the three and he might, makes the right uh, plays. Uh, yeah, and also we got DeAndre. And he, the thing I like, I would like to see more of DeAndre and him being, like, he needed, like, a mean streak to him because he yeah. got some big-ass shoulders and, like, he yeah. has, like, I feel like he just... Not like too soft, but like he, he plays like more of, like a, a finesse style. When I feel like he could just be like more dominant. Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't. He only takes about like two free throws a game, and especially for like someone at his size, I feel like he could get to the uh, line a lot more. But he doesn't play like aggressive enough at time. And Cam Johnson, he was a surprise pick. I didn't think he was about to be as good as he was. Uh, yeah, I Smith. Damn, I just wait they had Tyrese Halliburton at this spot. Yeah, it's been so beautiful. But we'll still see because Jalen Smith, he was a good player at Maryland, but we haven't seen enough out of him yet. So maybe in the coming coming years, he'll probably change that narrative around, that early narrative. And number one, I got the Pelicans because I think Zion and Ingram are the best young duo. And like the ceiling of those two, I feel like they could win a championship. Like, that, there's like a clear number one and number two guy in the future for those. <laughs> and they also have Lonzo Ball, Kyra Lewis. That damn, they could be scary if they could build around that team. Yeah, I do like Josh Hart as well with them. <laughs> they just like they have the guys right there. Like you have two. It's hard to get, like get a guy like Zion or something. A guy like Brandon Ingram. Yeah, there's not many players like them in the league. Yeah. That, that's really crazy when you think about it. Like, <laughs> niggas really do got both of them niggas. Yeah. They lost AD, but they still got something for the future. Yeah. Shit, I think at that point, like, that, like that's a that's a good trade-off. Yeah. They can't fuck this up, bro. Like, if they – it's a failure if they, they don't win a championship. 
But yeah, that's top five young cores. Anything else y'all want to talk about? Oh, it's definitely something we gotta talk about. <laughs> oh, we gotta talk about the media and the NBA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great, great conversation. Yeah, we gotta end off on that. I feel like the commentary, like the media in general, like the everything that you see on like ESPN and all that, the TNT. We just need a shake up. <laughs> I just think we yeah. it's about time we need a shake up. Because I feel like it's just a lot of toxic toxicity, a lot of hate watching. Like it's just so much, like a whole bunch of like dumb narratives around the game. And though I yeah. feel like the NBA should gear towards like trying to inform instead of like we have like a lot a of little players like like Shaq doesn't even know like half the players that just yeah. ending Pascal. Shit. I feel like that's just bad for a league. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the whole entire media needs an overhaul. And like I said, the last time we talked, they need to start putting people that are, like you said, more informative and have more knowledge of the game. Although some of these guys aren't players, and I know players like to be critiqued by people who have been in the league and that have experienced those things, I think it's better if they have people who can maybe get a joke off or two, but not the whole – like I don't want the whole show based off of jokes and just like – casual topics i want them to actually like you said inform people like they have it here and there where like they run to the fucking monitor and explain what was going on in the half type shit yeah that's but that's like, for, like the two minutes exactly that on, though, exactly like and the rest is memes and jokes and shit like that oh, yeah. it's literally a meme show like, and it's toxic man it's toxic because people like Shaq, he just he'll go on the show like you said not know anybody I know the names of people and like that just makes it look bad, unprofessional. Like it's just how can you put that image out for your big brand, your big billion dollar company? You have a player who literally has no idea who's on the court right now after watching a half of basketball. So it's like, and it's not like Pascal Siakam is some unknown guy. Nigga was awesome. <laughs> like that's Nigga, ridiculous. Right, come on, bro. That is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. They got good games in the finals. Like, and I feel like uh, NBA Twitter has a lot to do with the toxicity that, that goes on in the media and stuff like and like shady reporters and things like that. There should no be such like there should not be a thing called the Woj bomb. Like one reporter shouldn't have all the information and they shouldn't be getting so? fed. I, yes, because it's not well, fair. I, I don't mind that Woj at all. I just feel like I feel like it's more biased though because. Why you say that? He can push out certain narratives and people believe it because it's from Woj. And like say, like, you know what I mean? Like he can oh. he can push out a narrative and everybody will be like, yo, Woj said it, so it's correct. Well, give an example though, because I feel like Woj doesn't like push out narratives, he just breaks news. All right, so say if like there's like some locker room trouble going on or some shit like that. Say if Woj posts a tweet like, hey, uh so and so in the Denver uh, Nuggets locker room is going off because Jokic and Murray have too much touches and he wants the ball. Say that's not actually what happened. They just had like a back and forth player interaction, like how brothers do or like teammates do. But like if they blow that up into like to huge proportions and then everybody gets it and then Woj puts it out, now it's like, uh, is this guy being a locker room cancer? Is, are the Nuggets in trouble? Like all that type of shit. I feel like that clear example like hasn't really happened, especially like some like Woj. He doesn't like really or just not Woj in general, just like yeah. uh, it, it highly like touted reporters. Yeah, them team like then it'd be like them team reporters and yeah, yeah, those type of guys because like they swear they have the inside knowledge and most of the time people do believe it because it's like 
per sources, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this anonymous teammate told me this. This locker room guy told me this. Like, all that type of shit. Like, that should not even be allowed. Like, why are media that close to players? Like, why are they allowed to manipulate stories and, like, put out different storylines? I feel like that's bad for the league. Well, I feel like that part you can't really get out because anybody can really cover the league now and they just put out dumb shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, that is true. Because for me, when I see – if I see a report from School B, I'm not listening to anything. Like, if, it, <laughs> if it comes – I have to hear it from, like, I have to hear from like Kevin O'Connor from like yeah. other than that, like I just don't pay it no mind. And like, also if I that, see if I hear you. something and I see Kendrick Perkins' name on it. I was just about to bring I was about to say, like, I want to add like I also feel like they should, especially with like with the shows they have on TV and shit like that. They should like they should like have like more people of like not not like just not to say like they should have like young niggas, but like they should have like people that have, like have like that are fit with this generation and shit like that. Yes. But also, yes, yes you hit it. But like, right. yeah, but like also know the game and shit like that. And can like, they can, they can sit like criticize, but also like add the praise with it. Like, they don't have to just like completely belittle like a player or something like that. And just like talk about, oh, like back in the day, we was doing this or whatever. Yeah. If a man yeah. can sit on national TV and not name a player, that's clearly a disconnect. So why not put somebody in who can actually understand our generation and how, one, we receive news, two, how we receive jokes, because these niggas are old. They're telling old nigga yeah. jokes. Like, it's not even funny shit. It's just yeah, like crazy humor <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's bad humor. It's like not entertaining. It's not informative. It's not anything that news should be or coverage should be. So I feel like they need to overhaul, especially ESPN in general. Like, yeah. All the sports sections, all the, all that, like, talk show debate show that it needs an overhaul it's so like old we just we really just living in hot take media exactly they yeah, just they yeah, that's, clicks. Yo, that's yeah hot take i like to see it that's basically that's the best way to really break that shit down like a hot take like everybody's looking for a hot take especially if you're looking like especially like it's has to like consider like really a really evaluate who they be hiring for these names. especially they like they can't just hire any former player type shit like the shit i can just heard saying it's shit like Ryan Hollins I've said in the past, like these type of niggas, even like first take used to be first take used to be like somewhat uh it used or to be like just giving people like uh Chris Weber and like Reggie Miller just oh like commentary just yeah, like they, former players. Yes, yeah, bro, they can like definitely it. get better comments. Like we did not know who Kevin Harlan was like like he was not like a former player type nigga. Like I'm not like imagine niggas we could have like they could like turn into like that. Like he knows the game, he could break it down. He he's also a great like commentator, good on the mic, microphone, like talking to like the league and shit like that, or like the fans. He'd be like good for niggas. Like they can't just like hire just like like anybody who just like play the game, like who was or who was just like tough, like a legend, just to be like in that position, like. Or at like least do it how the NFL them. do it. Like uh, when you see a former bro, NFL like player, Tony Romo, yeah. yeah, Tony Romo, like th that should that's how down player, yeah, that's how it should be in the league. At least somebody with some knowledge and conversational skills, you can't just have one or the other. Like, you can't just sit there and spit out knowledge and sound like a hater or not have any conversational skills and sound like everything you're saying is being forced. So I, I'm i in the middle. I don't know. I just know that the entire NBA media needs an overhaul. It's very toxic. It's based on just picking on players, calling them soft when they respond to the shit that you're saying. Like, it's one thing to criticize somebody, and then it's another thing to literally – embarrass somebody on national tv like that's not something you should be like oh chuck it up to he's a player he should be used to the criticism like that's not that's not realistic yeah this yeah I, and i feel like the way they do it like i feel like what shaq did to like uh like how he did it with um 
uh, Donovan Mitchell and shit. Like, I guess, like, he, I think I, I even said this, like, a few podcasts ago. Like, I guess he did it. Like, he, he wants him to use that as, like, a motivation to, like, just, like, boost, like, the way he's playing. Like, just get, continue, like, get better and prove Shaq wrong or some shit. Yeah. But I guess Shaq, Shaq sees it as, like, a, something that's, like, motivational towards players that they could just, like, take the game to the next level because he feels like, I guess from his experience, like, that's what happened to him or, like, what he's seen around him type shit, but. Yeah, but like, that's what I'm saying. Go back to what it, I like. said before. That goes to how disconnected he is. Like, nobody takes criticism like that anymore. Nigga just got off the court two seconds ago. He's like, I, I think you could do better. I think you could do better. Like, nigga, he just dropped 30 and they won when, when that whole shit was going on. So what could he possibly do better? Shit. Uh, another thing, I have a question for y'all. What's y'all thoughts about analytics in basketball? Um, I feel like I, f- I feel like when it, when that first came, I, I feel like I should like dumb, like toxic, like that, the way niggas was with it. Like I remember what, so I remember like Kobe, like niggas, the way he had they had like Kobe or shit. Niggas yeah, on, like, they were trying to prove how inefficient he was. Yeah, and shit like that, and like this nigga was oh he like the eight ninety of the best player in the league. This nigga is doing whatever, but like I feel like it really the eye test is like just so important. But I, but I feel like analytics is also like useful. Like it, analytics are also useful to be like in, in like the game as well. But like sometimes it was like certain analytics people just use it without watching the game. If you're using it without really watching the game and like dissecting the player and really knowing what they're doing, like that's where it's a problem. Type shit to me. Yeah, because I feel like uh, there's like a community in like the NBA that just feel like just always just look at numbers and think that like yeah. analytics is like the end all be all. And then there's also like a part that's just like all oh, this like all oh, eye tests like oh this is my eyes tell me or some shit like oh this nigga's a yeah. bucket and kind of look at that but I feel like there's like should a be balance. Like a balance yeah yeah you need a balance like analytics like and also like you can't just like look at analytics like oh this is like this is like why every oh this is oh he, this is why he's better or something because you also need to look at and watch the game and understand like what you watching like yeah, oh why the situation you, like say what's it called if you're looking at analytics or like shooting or some shit. You can't just like really just look at the percentages, like say uh Seth Curry shooting better from like Curry from three. And, yeah, like, but you're not taking the shots Curry's taking. You have to like, yeah, you have to like take in count, like, oh, look at yeah. the shots like he's take Curry's taking and like how like teams are playing him other than opposed to like what's it called? Uh how they're playing Seth Curry. Like you can't that's why you need eye tests and like both of it. Yeah. Like, so yeah. You- you can see who's a standstill shooter. You can see who's really who could shoot. Who's really a shooter? Like niggas shooting off the dribble. Niggas catch and shoot standstill. Niggas like I feel like that's yeah. Like you, you like I feel like you correct on that shit. Like I think we're starting like to get to that point though. Like not where it's balanced, but where players are like you're starting to find out where players are better and where like where they're worse. Because like now they're like he's this percent from standstill threes. He's this percent from uh, step back threes. He's this percent from like side step three. Like just all those little teeny incremental things that as a, like a, a fan, you don't really worry about. Now they're starting to really take those stats like seriously and, and make them the end all be all. So I don't know. I think it, it does need to be a balance and there's a lot more. I feel like there's a lot more people who like, there's a lot of comment people, like people who respond on twi- uh, tweets. It's like uh Danny green. I remember he, he shot like nine for 20 or some shit like that from three point line or nine for, I forgot the exact thing, but it was like around 40% he shot for the night. And everybody's like looking at the numbers are like, wow, he shot that much from three. He missed that many threes. He's brick, he's brick. Like when yeah. you really look at it, that's like 40% from the game isn't bad. Like, I, like from three. So I, I don't know exactly what 
people want when they look at those stats. Yeah, it just really just like like that's the way you can tell it. niggas be like casuals and niggas like who or people really pay attention to like yeah. basketball and shit. Cause some people really just you really only just use like analytics or yeah. there's a lot of box score watchers. Yeah, and just box scores and shit. Like niggas really just have to like watch the game and see how shit really like just really pay attention to the shit. And know like what they were doing, like know what they're watching, and like what they're trying to like really articulate when they're trying to like spew something on like media, like Twitter and shit, like NBA Twitter and all that shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's gonna wrap up everything about today. Good convo, fellas. Word. Take care, yeah. Jeff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five star rating. We need that. Uh, Spotify, same thing. Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all of those. Please give us the highest rating possible. Uh, going back to Apple Podcasts, uh, if you write a review, please tell us what you want to hear, what you want to hear next, what you want to hear us talk about, your team or anything. Oh, by the way, shout out to your man, Jay Romeo. He said he wanted us to talk about the, the Knicks. Uh, yeah, shout out to him. Yeah, that's a good look. A shout out to my boy, Brandon. Be world. Uh, but yeah. Uh, everybody who keeps commenting and reviewing, thank you so much. If y'all listening to this, give uh, all that bullshit I just said before, and we out of this motherfucker. It's a three-man breakdown. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.